Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Oklahoma Studios, this is another edition of the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Jordan. Uh, no Nick Sardis today, but I am here with James D. Jackson. James, how's it going? Pretty good, man. How are you? It's, uh, I'm doing pretty well. We're getting closer and closer to state basketball tournament, and which means spring break is almost here, which is, I guess it doesn't really affect us as much as it did back in the day, <laughs> but um, but no, I'm doing pretty well. Um, we have a kind of a shorter show for you guys today, but uh, Nick is actually out. We'll kind of preview with, obviously, the state tournament coming up, week two of the five straight weeks of state tournaments is this week it's swimming up at the jinx aquatic center uh nick is out working on a story for that kind of a preview lead-in story so you guys make sure to look for that friday on oklahoman.com and in the oklahoman's uh friday edition as well i already said friday but i guess (laughs) bears repeating um so yeah but that's this weekend um a bunch of local teams out there obviously you have norman north and edmund north did really well in the class 6a regional uh, Carl Albert Harrod did really well in the Class 5A regional. So there's going to be a lot of local teams out there. The big names that you've heard of all year are probably going to do well. Um, so that's going to be something. We'll have more on that to come Friday as well. Um, I want to start off the show by saying for those who are listening who came to Media Day last week or who were involved with Media Day last week, uh, thanks for coming and thanks for bearing with the wait. If you were there and didn't have a wait, <laughs> You're lucky. You're very yeah. lucky. But you know what you, you know what we're talking about if we say thank you for bearing with the wait because it was a little bit hectic to start off the media day. Um, I think the weather may have contributed to that. It was oh, a little yeah. bit of a droggy, cold day. Not a lot of people practicing. A lot of practices canceled. Everybody came at at at, at one time. Seemed like while well, we were still setting up. So it was it was crazy. It was crazy, but it was a good day. Um, it's it's crazy to think that we're already to the spring sports. Um, I know that baseball scrimmages are like happening like crazy this week. Um, golf tournaments start here in a couple weeks. Baseball games start in a couple weeks. Um, track events even start, I think, before spring break. There's a couple of track meets, so it's just it's a little bit crazy um, how quickly and soccer scrimmages too. Those are picking up. It's just wild how much stuff is actually starting already. Um, and then, but no, we want to thank everybody for coming out to the media day. Um, the week after spring break, uh, spring break's going to be a little bit slower just because there's not as many events going on. Um, so the week after spring break, we're going to get really deep into, uh, we'll have a preview coverage of every single uh, spring sport. We'll have a preview, we'll have preview coverage with athletes to watch to kind of get everybody up to speed for, for the, for the couple, uh, I guess it's really kind of month and a half really. Cause that first week of May you have spring tournaments. So really from the end of March is to the beginning of uh, May is just crazy how quickly the spring goes, but that's just kind of how the calendar falls. So we'll have a preview coverage of all of that. Um, real quick update too on dual state uh, wrestling with the uh, first weekend of that. All the number one seeds except for in class two A or two A class five A. I guess I turned it backward. Um, Broken Arrow one and six A. Sky two upset Collinsville in five A. Uh, 4A, I'll let you guess who won in 4A, a team called Tuttle. I heard they're kind of good at hmm. wrestling. Only 11 straight dual state titles now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Comanche in 3A, so Steven, Stevens County. It was actually Marlowe versus Comanche in 3A, so a couple Stevens County battle. Um, but no, uh, individual state wrestling is next week, 
And that's going to be a really cool deal. We're going to have some preview content come out for that. Um, going to have the first ever girls exhibition wrestling. There's two mats for the girls next week. So it's going to be a really fun event, really cool deal. We're going to have some preview coverage of that leading up, but, but no, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit of basketball. Um, you know, last Tuesday, uh, when we recorded, I went out to Kingfisher and they played Elgin boys and girls both dominated. Um, but I was really out there working on a preview or a preview story. I was working on a feature story about, uh, Kingfisher B John's, uh, star B John Cortez. Oh yeah. The man. Uh, He's he's pretty dang good. Um, that's coming out on Thursday. You know, actually, Kingfisher sealed its second straight undefeated regular season yesterday in three years. Uh, they've won forty three straight games, which is a, which is the longest streak in the state right now. They've won forty three straight games. Bijan scored thirty one yesterday. They beat OK, the OKC Storm, which is a home school team here in Oklahoma City, um, and they're hosting a regional on Thursday. And they're hosting a district. Sorry, district regional area. Gotta get. <laughs> it's so hard to keep that. Straight. Um, so hard to f- keep that straight and looking at brackets, especially just because I've never done a ton of basketball coverage yeah. until this year. Have you, have you fully figured it out yet? Are you are, we, are you able to explain Slow. it to the listeners? Yeah. So, like so I this said, week, this week, we, what we got? So, class A and B, we have district round this week. Okay. For four A, three A, two A, we have regionals. Okay. So the way regionals work is there's four usually four teams in a regional. Actually, for this is a weird one because the bracket just sometimes it's how the teams light up. Millwood in Class Three A, their boys, are the top ranked team in Class Three A, they're not they're zero. They're the only team in their regional, so they are considered regional champs and are already on to the district round. Well, congratulations to so Millwood. Congratulations That's to the Millwood Falcons. <laughs> Great season. I actually, I was talking with their coach Mike Jeffries. He's a little bit upset because they don't get to play this week, so they have a week off, which could be good. But he wants to play. Yeah, well, it could mess up some some rhythm. For some of the players, some I can see how that could be an issue. Yeah, and they're in a yeah. really tough area. They have Community Christian and Hennessy, and Hennessy was in the state title game last year. So, um, and that was in Class Two A. They moved up this year to Three A. But um, no, that's so the two teams. If you're in the championship game of your district, if you are even if you lose, you go on to the regional round. Yeah. So, but in the regional round, the winners against well, the winners will face off against each other. Uh, the winners of the districts face off against each other, and the losers of the district championship games face off against each other. If you lose in the winners bracket game, you're not eliminated. You go to the losers, losers bracket. bracket of the regional. Okay. Or yes, of the regional. But if you and then if you but if you're in the losers bracket game and you lose, you're done. You're done. So 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 too bad, so sad. Um, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> about that? how it goes. <laughs> if you lose, you're done. Um, but no, so it's it, to lose in the postseason, except except at the state tournament. If you're in district area, or if you're in the a regionals districts area, if you lose, it's okay. You have another chance. You you have two losses. But once you get to state, obviously you lose. Sorry, go home. Yeah, it's over. With. See you later. Um, but no, that's uh, that's so. Like we said, B and A this week is uh, is regional play. So there's about half the teams last week are done, um, and then in classes four A, three A, two A. They are in uh, district play, so you have a bunch of district games going across. Um, not sure how much coverage we'll have on Thursday or Saturday this week, because since it is just district games, it's usually those highest ranked teams against the lowest ranked teams. So it's going to be a, and I mean, you you it's basketball players are going to have some upsets, mm-hmm. but mainly it's going to be a bunch of not competitive games, oh, yeah. frankly, because you have everybody makes the playoffs. So in those in those district games, you're going to have those four seeds may have one or two wins against the team like. 
I don't know, Kingfisher that's 143 straight. Yeah. <laughs> it could get a little bit ugly. Um, but, no, we're going to have a – I think tonight um, I still haven't even made up my mind. There's like three games that I'm juggling with that I want to go cover. Um, I'm definitely going to be on the north side of town. Uh, where would you say you're going to be headed out to tonight? So I'll be at uh, Putnam City North to watch Eisenhower and Putnam City that's North. Right. I haven't seen North. either team. And so – Excited to see what Bria Sanders Woods uh, puts together. I was about to say she's she's really talented. Uh, I know you wrote about her about two or three weeks. ago. Yeah, two a couple weeks ago. So I'm excited to see what. And then on the boys' side too, they have a freshman, Jeremiah Johnson. You'll you'll know who he is because he's <laughs> really dang good, um, even as a freshman. So that's definitely one of the names in the. This sounds asinine to say the 2023 class that is already on a radar for college recruiters and everything. All like, right. Why are we looking that far in the future? But. <laughs> That's kind of how it is. Um, a couple games that I'm uh, that I'm kind of looking at is Norman North at Edmond Memorial. Um, I saw the Bulldogs play last week. They beat Edmond North by two. Um, I've seen Norman North play a couple times. In fact, one of the two times is when they hit a buzzer beater against Choctaw at the beginner's classic. Oh, yeah, I was there with um, you. A great team matchup, great coaching matchup with Kellen McCoy at Norman North and Shane Cowherd at Edmond Memorial. Um, trying to decide if I want to go to that game or if I want to go to Edmond Santa Fe at Edmond North. Um uh, we were talking about this walking back to the podcast room. Delonte Shannon, he's a junior for Edmond North. Mm-hmm. He's big time. Big time. I, I got to watch him for the first time. He has a lot of Friday. talent. He's really, really good. Yeah. Um, and so I may just kind of, I kind of want to go watch him again. But and I know that the girls' game is going to be really good. The boys' game should be really good. I think Edmond North probably has a slight advantage. Um, but I think, obviously, I think the. I think that it could be a pretty good time. I mean, either of those games, I just mm. gotta kind of figure out where I want to go. <laughs> so if you don't make up your mind in the next thirty minutes, are you gonna put a poll out for Cam? Where do you want to see Cam tonight? He'll put it on his Twitter, and you guys can decide. I'm, I'm perfectly, <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with that. I, I'll, I'll do it. Um, but no, and then uh, so and then next week is when regional plays or is when district play starts for six A, five A, regionals for four A, three A, two A, and then we're in area for the small schools next week. I mean, it's. We're we're two weeks away. We're sixteen days away from state tournament time at the big house. Crazy it's stuff. crazy to think about. Crazy that. stuff. Um, and obviously we'll have plenty of coverage leading up to that. And God, sixteen days—it just doesn't seem real. Um, <laughs> plenty of coverage even up to that. We'll have a ton of coverage of all the games out there. Me, James, and Nick will all be out there covering the games. So those those three days, it'll be. And then obviously we'll have coverage of area and six A, five A, as well as the big schools too. So. Just uh, yeah, just just get ready to stay tuned, and it's a uh, it's coming. <laughs> it's it's crazy to say, but it is uh, it's coming quickly, and uh, I'm I'm pretty excited for basketball. Um, what um, kind of what of the games you saw last week? I kind of already alluded to it. What was some of the best performances or best games that you saw last week? Off the top of your head. Okay, let me go ahead and I I went into I went to Newcastle. What, what day was that? I think that was Friday. Friday. I went to Newcastle Friday because I wanted to see a particular player from Newcastle who just scored 1,000 points in her sophomore season. You may know of her. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and when I when I went, I had no expectations for Tuttle. I hadn't seen him yet, so I wanted to – I kind of guess I wanted to get a feel for both teams. But Tuttle – The Twin Towers. They have some twin towers over there. <laughs> and uh, did you did you already know that? Did I you? Cu- so I, I I saw Tuttle this year when they played at Kingfisher. Uh huh. And so I watched obviously the boys and girls play. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the night that uh, Landry Allen, the freshman, oh yeah, got a triple double. Okay, okay. So she you, had a triple double with points, you know rebounds, exactly and who I'm blocks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, because I I had tallied a triple double on my stat sheet, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that I was correct. So I went and checked with the coaching staff. Yeah. 
We had the exact same thing. I think she had like 28, 14, 13. That's insane. It's like, what in the world is this freshman doing out here getting triple level? And the next day she got a offer from Oklahoma State. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, they, they might want to get on that train <laughs> early. But, yeah, what more about them? Like, what did you see from them? Yeah, her and, her and Perryman, uh, obviously, they they really dominated that game. It's kind of kind of took away Newcastle's biggest strength, like, which I think is scoring inside. But So they kind of, you know, were just doing everything they could to uh, impact that area and take away that offense for Newcastle, which – uh, ended in a victory for total. So, and like you said, Hadley Perriman, she's a sophomore. She's six two, and then Landry Allen is the freshman who's six three. They actually both got an offer from Oklahoma State on the same day, like the day after that Kingfisher game. Cause I remember seeing it on Twitter and tweeted about it, and wrote a quick uh, story, wrote a l- just a little small story about it. It's crazy how great they are. Cause Hadley, to me, watching that game, they're both so dominant down low. It's really hard to score down low. Like you yep. said, it's really difficult for teams if you pass it around the outside too. Do you remember Maddie Serber? So that's the that's the wrestling coach's daughter. She's only a sophomore too. So you have three starters on that team who are sophomore or younger, who are just outstanding. Maddie Serber was an excellent defender on the perimeter, um, and she was actually a first team for the Little All City uh, softballer this year. So she's actually a heck of an athlete, kind of like her dad and kind of like her brother who signed to wrestle at OSU. So um, it's pretty crazy. But um, Hadley was interesting to me because she can really she can. Although she's a post, she can handle the ball really well. She took the ball up, the, up and down the court against Kingfisher a few times and handled the ball pretty well. I don't know how much she did that I against Newcastle, yeah, I didn't see obviously. that much. But I, I was just surprised at how well they are at defending without fouling because I mean, that's, that's usually a and big that, thing for uh, younger uh, forwards and centers trying to defend without fouling, and they were, they did an excellent job of that. And especially at, at the high school level, and any level, but especially in 4A, when you're that much bigger than everybody, if you body somebody up, you're probably going to get a foul call. Yeah. And – and just because they're taller than everybody, that's the same thing. Neither of them even got in foul trouble in that Kingfisher game. I think they had like three, two or three by the end of the game, which is average for a normal high school pl- who plays 30 minutes a night. Yeah. So, but no, they were, yeah, <laughs> Tuttle is, their sizes. I remember, so they came to our media day and I joked with both of them because that was the first time that I met them. Yeah. Joked with both of them because I, I was looking at them and I was like, if you guys give up a single rebound this year, a single <laughs> one, I was like, I'm going to be upset with you. And they just started laughing, but. But no, Tuttle is a Tuttle's a pretty big time. I also team. want to give a shout out to uh, Story Driver. She had four three pointers to open the second quarter, which kind of gave Tuttle their event, their lead, and they just kept it from there. That was she really impacted the game. Uh, so, just good shout out to her. Uh, good job. On Sound, sounds like something that you'd see in a video game, just hitting four straight three pointers, <laughs> just pulling up the little get catch, get on fire a little bit, and. Every 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 uh, consecutive possessions as well. It's not, it's not like she had times off. She was that the first four possessions she was knocking them down. Were they, did she get the ball like past her? Or was she taking it up and just pulling? Oh, she's getting it past her. They were definitely they were definitely setting her up. But it was working. And when it worked, <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> that's not a bad thing for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you can get someone going that well, mm-hmm. then then shoot. I mean, you got to take advantage. Oh, yeah. um, but no, I think uh, kind of like I kind of like I said, uh, we talked a little bit about that, and we've already mentioned it a little bit. Um, Delonte Shannon at Edmond North. It was my first time that I got to see him play. I've heard a lot about him. He does really well in the prep circuit in the summer. Um, he's had a really strong season at this point. But getting to watch him play, holy cow, mm-hmm. he's really good. He's dynamic <laughs> at getting to the basket. He can finish really strong in traffic. He can take bumps. He have hands in his face. He's really strong at finishing in traffic. And then he has a really nice shooting touch. Now, 
I will give Memorial credit. Emma Memorial did a really good job of defending them, of defending him on the outside. I think he only took a couple outside shots, hit a, hit a three or two, but he was really good at driving the ball. Didn't handle it too much. Um, I'm blanking off the top of my head who Emma North's point guard is who was getting in the ball because he, he he had a couple threes too. But I was really impressed with Delonte Shannon and think that in that because he's like I said he's a junior in that 2022 class or sorry, that 2021 class, I really think he's probably one of the most dynamic playmakers in the city. I mean, you got a obviously Trey Alexander, Bijan Cortez, Matthew Stone at Kingfisher, um, Alexander obviously at Heritage Hall. I think he's one of the top players in that class, and he was really impressive to me. And you even got to watch him a little bit when you were still at the Edmund Sun. I oh, mean, yeah. I think as far as Edmund goes, I think you – and I'm not trying to discredit anybody up there, and I'm not trying to compare players, but – He's got to be one of the top five players in just those Ed- those few Edmund schools up there. That's that's a fa- that, that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's a fair rating. I'm not gonna I, I, like I said. I don't want to sit here and rank <laughs> anybody, but I would definitely think that right now he's probably one of the best players. Yeah. And then, like I said, even in the city come, going to next year, he's pretty dang good. And I wonder. I haven't done too much looking into his recruiting or anything, but I would assume that if he has another good summer, he may get some as a guard, may get some low end Division One interest. I mean. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think he's that dynamic. That he yeah, can I think he level. should. I think he should actually. Yeah, for sure. Um, trying to th- trying to think. Um, really, no. I mean, we've like we said, it was going to be a shorter podcast today. Um, is there anything else that you want to add? Anything that you saw last week that stuck out to you that you want to talk about? Not in particular. I think I got everything up. As I'd say, I knew it was going to be a little <laughs> bit shorter today. Um, like I said, Nick is out working on a swimming wrestling <laughs> swimming wrestling piece. That's oh, yeah. so funny. Like I said, wrestling underwater, like in a pool, like that'd be it'd not only be a test of your physicality, but also like how long you could hold your. You know, breath. I bet people will sign up for that. Uh, I bet I'm people sure will definitely would. sign up for Some, that. If you're crazy enough, you just, yeah, you just create a sport. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how long it takes the OSSA to make it. We'll see. Regulated, um, but no, uh, like I said, um, didn't have any fan questions today. We talked a lot about shot clock and high school basketball last week. Be interesting to do a little bit more research on that and write about it. I, I didn't get a lot of heat for my uh, uh, disdain for uh, zone defense. I don't, that, was, that was shocking. I thought I was going to get some heat for that. I I didn't get any either that I need to pass on to you, but yeah. I, but no, that's a. I, I mean, I don't know. Did you see any zone last week? Oh, yeah. That definitely. was just for you. <laughs> just for yeah. you. Um, but no, like we said, uh, got. Uh, swimming state this week, wrestling next week, and then we're on to the two weeks of high school basketball. Uh, make sure you guys stay tuned with theoklahoma.com for all of our coverage. Um, real quick before we go, I do just want to say a quick uh, – still want to keep a couple of school districts in our, in our thoughts and prayers for sure. More, uh, Colby Crum, a senior, he uh, he kind of he had been in a coma trying to fight through after that accident, He be, and he, uh, he passed away Saturday. He becomes a third uh, victim from that from Moore along with the four who were injured. Um, and then, unfortunately, Adam Braggs, Oklahoma, a freshman girls basketball player, uh, was killed in a single-car accident. Her teammate was in the car with her and was taken to the hospital. This happened Saturday morning. Um, I actually haven't even looked at the scores yet. I know Braggs postponed its game because it was playing, like, like I said, Class A school. It was playing in a, in a district game that night. Um, so just want to say thoughts and prayers are with the Braggs community and with the Moore community too as we've had – just too many tragedies these past couple weeks with high school with high school players, and just want to let everybody know that keeping them in our thoughts and prayers, and that uh, that they have people to look like people are looking out for them, and we're glad that everybody the support within the community has been so strong for everybody. So, but no, um, like I said, that's been another edition of the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast for James. I'm uh, Cameron. 
thank you guys for listening. You can uh, tune in next week so you don't miss any episodes. Uh, make sure you stay tuned uh, to all of our coverage in the Oklahoman and also on the Oklahoman.com.